Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Nina Conception, TEDx speaker, conscious sales speaker, coach, mentor, best-selling author and CEO of the Institute of Conscious Sales. Well, that's fantastic. Nina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, you do a little bit of everything. This sounds fascinating. So sum this up for me. Where are you with your business today? And uh, who do you love to work with? Yeah. So at the moment, you know, what it is that I do is I support predominantly coaches in building their business by making sales, really, but it's heartfelt and sales. It's what I call conscious sales. And I do Mm. this helping them go from zero to 10K months to the established entrepreneur and coach in actually doubling their conversions, being able to sell from stage, whether that's Mm -hmm. online, on Zoom, or whether that's on a physical stage, that Mm -hmm. is where my niche is with regard to helping people actually sell ethically. Um, And who are the people I absolutely love working with? For me, it's the really grounded, heart-centered, ambitious female coach who knows that they're not here to do it alone, who's here to have more fun, to have more play, um, and is ready to to take their business and their impact to the next level. Um, so we were talking about Bear before we came on to this, and you know I was introduced to Mark and Katie through Bear, um, and Bear was at my event at the end of last year. Um, and Bear is such a great example of just the type of women who I love connecting with, and I love just interacting and building a relationship with. That's, that's fantastic. I mean, with this is what a lot of people are struggling with right now. I mean, you can blame the economy and the situations or time of year, but a sales system, an authentic sales system, one that works for you rather than, hey, here's a good thing, you need to do this, and you hate every single minute of your waking day. That is a place that a lot of people can get to. So what is the first thing that you help people to, your ladies, to actually work through? Because with those coaches everyone has been told what to do here's a way of doing it here's a script here's the technique but they're out of alignment or don't even realize it what's that first step to seeking exactly what the right thing is for them there are two pieces to that and i i don't feel like one necessarily happens before the other i do feel like they happen simultaneously simultaneously um and it's those two pieces is really who are they being first and foremost, because I don't work with people who are not deeply passionate about what it is that they do. 
Mm. Uh, it's one of the things that I really look for when it comes to working with my clients. Do they really care about what it is that they want to bring to the world and the service and the impact that they want to make first and foremost? And so it's about me really getting clear on who is this person? Mm. Who are they to their core? What do they what do they care about? What's what pulls at their heartstrings? Because that is what comes through in the vibration of our business and in the mm. message that they're here to share. And then the other piece is really action. Because one of the things I say to my clients is you can take imperfect action and still get results. You can take imperfect action and still make an impact. But I see so many entrepreneurs, literally, I'm sure you see this as well, Mark, that it's by the it's um it's the lack of action and getting in their head, um, you know, analysis paralysis, procrastination is really what stops entrepreneurs in making a bigger impact because they're so focused on themselves and their their own challenges and their own insecurities as opposed to focusing on the person that they're here to serve. And, and you know, one of my quotes is we beat imposter syndrome when we shift our attention from self to service. And one of my other quotes is action precedes confidence. And so it's through the action that we're able to get out of our own way and remember that there are people out there that actually need our help. And it's through remembering who you are and then taking action from that mindset. Mm. I want to just riffly on these two points because these two points encompass pretty much fucking everything everything about the entrepreneur's <laughs> journey you wrapped it up so cleanly but it's like no we we could do like seminars for weeks just on this now point number one do they really care what's their purpose what's what's their passion i i, I want to sort of tease this with it's surely that's a double-edged sword because as a a soulful purpose-driven entrepreneur that's a blessing and a curse because that means, oh, you put all your heart and soul into you want to see the results for your clients. Uh, you have a need to help people. So you're coming from a place of need rather than the gift, the ability to, to share or give or sell or whatever it is that you do. So that can shift the, um, the, the balance. It can shift the rhythm over to too much into, ah, people pleasing hustle mentality because but but i'm supposed to do this so how do you help them balance that that burning desire without it turning into that flavor of need mm. so with conscious sales i talk about the integration of three pieces there's the energy the mindset and the skill set of sales Mm -hmm. And I feel like, especially in, because I've been in sales for like 11 years, um, you know, I started out in real estate and that's where I get a lot of my sales experience from. And then I translated it into being an entrepreneur and being a coach, which by the way, was not an easy transition. It took me nine months to make commission in real estate and seven years to build my business to its first six figures. And that's a lot of the, it's, it's a lot that people don't realize selling someone else's stuff is very different to selling your own. And so when it comes to those pieces of the, the energy, the mindset and the skill set, one of the pieces in the energy and the mindset is being unattached, is remembering that one of the reasons why we became an entrepreneur is because we have this need within us to make a bigger impact. I know for me, when I was working in 
a job where I literally felt like my soul was dying, as dramatic as this sounds, you know that there's something more that you want to give. You want to be able to make a bigger impact, but you don't feel like anyone's listening to you. You want to be able to share your piece. You want to be able to impact other people in a positive way. And when you're not being received because you're in a work environment where everyone's like this and just like, no, I'm just going to do my job. And then I want to go home and switch off and not want to think about this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. It's very, very different when we get to show up in a way where we're giving our heart. And yes, it's vulnerable. Yes, it's confronting, but it's also the one of the most rewarding things that most people won't get to experience because they're not willing to be courageous and put themselves out there um, and also be unattached. Great point about being courageous. And logically, I think everyone gets that. Logically, everyone knows what to do. We all know the things we should be doing, the things that's going to move our business. but fuck, it is tough. It can be so hard. So logically you get that, but talk me through maybe how you were emotionally able to, okay, bring the right energy to this because it's your, your brain saying one thing, but your whole body is screaming another. How do you align those? That's such a good question. For me, I, I'm incredibly intuitive. Like I, I literally live my life trusting my intuition um, and I was sharing with you before, like my book, The Naked You. So it's a guide to embracing your imperfections in life and business. I talk about this in so much detail um, with regard to trusting yourself above anything and everything. And I remember when I was building my business before I was making a full-time income, and I see this all the time with my clients who are not yet making a full-time income, it's really easy to focus on yourself. It's really easy to focus on what you don't know. It's really easy mm. to use excuses like, oh, I don't have the testimonials yet. I don't have the results yet. I don't have the following yet. I've only got five people following me. I don't have a big social media presence. It's so easy to use those excuses as to why. I mean, you can always find the excuse. There's so many out there. You'll, you'll find the one thing that justifies why I see I, I can't do it. Exactly. And the thing is, one of the reasons why I say, you know, we can take imperfect action and still get results and still make an impact is because when you're speaking to someone and they're opening up to you and telling you the challenges that they're having, even if you haven't logically and factually taken anyone yet, let's say it's your first client, if you haven't taken them through your process yet, the feeling of you knowing oh my gosh, I know exactly what they're going through. I went through this last year. I went through this two years ago. I went through this three years ago. It's that feeling that we that I encourage my clients to really pay attention and listen to first and foremost, because before you've got the results, it's a belief that you can help someone. It's a thought. It's not a fact. It's not until, again, action precedes confidence. It's not until you witness yourself actually helping people where you get the confidence that you want and most people mm. desire. Most people say, I want to feel confident first. You're going to be more confident the more you take action. The, the most confident people are the people who have taken the most amount of action because they've witnessed themselves in the action. They've witnessed themselves do the thing. And that is yeah. why they're confident. I'm hey, more confident you already slipped straight to the second them. point. Oh my gosh, look at you going forward. You keep taking action as we go into action. So that's... <laughs> Let's double tap on that because the action point, What I, I want to hear your examples because behind the scenes for you to build the you know, the empire that you're, that you're building, what was the, and I know you 
beautifully said it, it took a while. It did take some time. Obviously now, if you had to do it again, it would take so much less time. No, mm -hmm. one, you have the knowledge and experience of what actually works for you personally. Two, you have the confidence through action. So what was the turning point for you as you were still maybe kind of nervous, maybe not quite sure, um, having those kind of entrepreneurial spirals, which one moment you'll find the next like, ah, shit, it's just not working. What was that moment like when you started to come through that? What did you do? Yeah, um, the massive turning point for me was back in 2019. So I, my, my daughter was about one and a half at the time. Um, I was really struggling in my business. I was getting further and further into debt. I wasn't yet making a full-time income. My partner couldn't financially support the three of us. So I needed mm. to do some contract work um, and get some, you know, few months of being in a job because I knew that I didn't want a full-time job, but I was really struggling in my business at the time. Yeah. And I, I remember I got to the point of realizing I have come as far as I can on my own. I have lit, this is, seventh year in business why am I still not making a full-time income why am I like what am I doing wrong mm. and I wanted to give up so many times and there were times in those seven years that I did give up but then someone would find me and then I ended up getting pulled back into coaching and I remember I got to a point when I realized it's just not good enough for me anymore the mm. the life that I'm living the way in which I'm playing in my business in my life how I'm showing up if nothing changed for another decade, I'm not going to be happy with nothing changing. Having one to two hours a day with my daughter isn't good enough for me. Like that's, mm. it just wasn't. And I remember I went to, um, I went to a event and I actually saw, so one of my very, very first spiritual business coach, I saw him post something and I ended up deciding to purchase a course with this person that he's he shared a post. And so I this woman, um, mm. I purchased her course and it was a thousand dollars. And I ended up re-enrolling an existing client. So I'm like, yes, I have the money to pay for this course. And part of this course, there was an in-person mastermind. And I remember I was like, I was pretty much on my last dollar. Like my partner was like, How are you gonna pay for it? I'm like, I'll figure it out. I don't know, but I'll figure it out. I'm gonna make it work. And, you know, I, I went to, because I was living in Sydney at the time, I, I went to Queensland for this mastermind. Mm. And I remember two days into this mastermind, I think it was a five-day mastermind, two days into it, I remember sitting there crying with my hands shaking, having the realization that I, I, a course is just not going to cut it for me anymore. I've tried to do the cheap way. I've tried to do all the free stuff, all the free events, courses, books. You know, I, I was an, I'm an avid learner. I love mm. learning. I love growing my mind. And then I realized that I would actually rather spend 10 times more and actually get the result I want. I'm done mm. wasting my time. I'm done hoping that I can do it the cheap way and get a huge result. And at this point, I had already invested onward, upwards of 300 grand over the last seven years of my personal professional education. And so as much as I'm like, I want to save money, I don't want to invest too much in myself. 
like when I calculated it, I'd actually over that length of time, I'd actually invested so much. Mm. And I remember just crying because it was 50 grand to work with this woman in her mastermind. And I just thought, I have no idea how much her one-on-one would be, but I feel like this is what I need. I just want someone to tell me, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to do? What do I need to stop doing? I don't want to go and consume hours and hours and hours worth of content to try and figure it out myself. Mm. I just want guidance. I want someone to tell me what what I need to do and I will go and do it. I'm someone who's happy to take action. Just tell me what I'm doing wrong and I will fix it. And I remember sitting there in front of her crying and sharing with her that I just know that I need one-on-one support. And um, she said it was 20 grand. And at the time I had never invested that. It was about double what I had invested in one go with myself, um, investing into myself and my business. And um, I used the last thousand dollars on my credit card. And it was very much a mindset of, I have to make this work. Like there is no, there is no backup. There is no safety net. If this doesn't work, I am done being an entrepreneur. This is too hard. I have tried everything else. This is the one thing I haven't done yet is worked with a high level mentor one-on-one. And I closed my first 11 grand in three days. There we are. These shifts these realizations these you knew what you were trying to do doing it one particular way and it's so interesting when you realize where's my downfall where there's the line i was my downfall where where am i fucking this up where am i contributing to this and i guess what you what you've done got you to that point so it can't be that it was all a waste it was a stepping stone you'd gained so much knowledge and wisdom and advice and contacts so maybe it couldn't have happened without that but you hit that moment of yeah i i now know what i need or you know what serves you best maybe that's it understanding what what best serves you in the moment well people say to me you know what was the the biggest thing that i learned um working with that mentor I I realized how much more I was capable of because even though I loved working with her, it's not like she gave me all the strategies. It's not like um, I went to each call being like, so I've done nothing in the last week. What do I need to do? That wasn't the conversation. I was going to her saying, I've got this idea, this idea, this idea. I'm going to do this. I've already started implementing this. And she's like, okay, why don't you tweak this and do this? I'm like, okay, cool. And so it was really me tapping into a level of resourcefulness that I didn't realize I had. And there is something really powerful that I believe happens when we choose to invest into ourselves in a way that we've never invested into ourselves before, especially when we have the determination and the intention as to exactly why we are doing that. What is the intention of us investing? And my clients who have the intention to make money, my clients that have the intention to get a return on investment, my clients who work with me and say, Nina, I want to be able to make this amount in this amount of time. And they're clear with that and they don't waver from it. They do the work and they do it. Um, And I think that a lot of people are so scared because they obviously there's fear that comes up for a lot of people. And I really get that. I really, really do. But when we combine finding someone who we really resonate with, a mentor that we really resonate with, a coach that we really resonate with, who has walked the path that we would like to walk. We are clear Mm -hmm. with what our intention is and going into that relationship. It could be the thing that completely transforms your life. It can be the thing that allows you to be able to put some of the pieces together. Because I so realized that, you know, we're not here to do things alone. And 
Um, well, that's a quite. But as entrepreneurs, we do. As entrepreneurs, it is so easy to be. It's a lonely, lonely journey. Even as you have people around you and partners that support you, it still can be really tough. So we don't want to, but well, sometimes we choose that, and it's it's a tough thing to it's a tough cycle to break. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, it's interesting because you know coming into is it my 11th or 12th year coaching? <laughs> um, I, I really remember feeling alone. I really do. Um, especially when you go from being an employee to being an entrepreneur, you're surrounded by employees. You're surrounded by people who have that mentality. So to leave that tribe of people to a different tribe of people, there is a transition. And you need to pack your bags and do that journey on your own. And that piece is lonely. I do agree. However, because I've you know been, been coaching now for as long as I have and because of how long I have committed and persisted on this journey, I've connected with so many amazing human beings. I don't feel alone anymore. I'm not at a, a point in my life and in my business where I feel alone. I literally have... 10, 20, 30 people I know that I can call on that are on the same wavelength as me, that are on the journey with me, that, um, you know, are, are in the trenches doing the work and also people who are ahead of me. You know, I have mentors to be able to go to, to be able to, to get support from. And I feel like that transition, of course, is really, really hard. But for those people who really do persist, it's only a matter of time before you start to realize there's already people there waiting for you where you're going. There's already people there who have gone through the journey parallel to you and who have gone through the journey before you. And so we're, we're not actually alone, but I think there is that like teething period of, are you cut out for this? Are you willing to do what most people aren't willing to do? Are you willing to go against the grain? And, you know, when we talk about courage, most of society aren't entrepreneurs. Most of society don't have an empowered mindset. Most of society don't choose to go outside of what is expected of them. And when you're surrounded with a certain type of person, and I'm not saying there's anything bad about them, but if they're in that mindset, you're going to feel rejected in a way with being able to say, I'm actually not going to choose this mindset. I love you guys. However, I'm going to choose me. I'm going to choose what I know feels right for me. And that is hard. I get that. So fast forward to, to today. So you've obviously gone through some amazing growth. You've gone through the challenges and it took you a while to, to get that speed. I mean, beautiful quote. What is it? Overnight success takes 10 years. It does take <laughs> years to get that. It's not easy. People, no one sees behind the scenes. Yeah. Every coach, guru, mentor, whatever, everyone has their own specific challenges oh. it might be business it might be personal it might be financial it might be health whatever it is there's always something that we're all battling something we're all fighting something mm -hmm. so i think we want to sort of show that off and celebrate that i mean you you do in, in your book you do with the speaking that you do but right now you've got to the point where you, you you're building this and it's fantastic so surely everything now for you is is golden and gravy and there's no challenges whatsoever right you've, you've been and done that 
That's the way it works, right? always challenges, Mark. <laughs> so what is it for you that you're like, yeah, here's here's my new focus. Here's the thing that in years to come, you'll be on a podcast saying, oh, yeah, I remember when I was going through this and it was tough, but here's what I did. What what would that be for you? Yeah, I would say right now, um, and you, are, you know, we were talking about this before and I've had a little bit more time to fill into it. Um, so towards the end of last year, even last year, so last year I did my TED Talk in the UK and my book was published. And I literally felt like I gave twins, I gave birth to twins last year. Like those were two of the biggest projects that have been in the works for almost a decade. Like both of them, as, as soon as I found out what it what TED Talk was, like, I will do that one day. Um, years ago, I, you know, I started writing my book and they both um coincidentally came through at the same time without meaning them for, without meaning for them both to come through at the same time. And mm. so um, I also ran my first physical event um, in the Gold Coast for the first time in seven years. And that was really good. Like we, we closed 90 grand of sales on the day to a completely cold audience. We ran ads to it. Um, again, one of the reasons why I, I teach people how to sell from stage. Um, however, towards the end of last year, I was just like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to talk to anyone right now. I just want to, I feel like I just need to recuperate and just take care of myself. And whilst I was in that space, there was shit hitting the fan with my parents. Like my parents aren't together anymore. Um, And they are not, they don't have the best divorced relationship. I also have a 13 year old sister. So there's a 20 year age gap between the two of us, same parents. Um, and really there was a massive piece that I've been moving through over the last six to nine months. And this is actually the first podcast that I've spoken on in sharing this. Um, but there was a, there was a lot of, I know it sounds so esoteric, but there was a huge ego death that was happening for me over the last six to nine months. There was a lot Mm. of realizations that was, that were coming up for me around the conditioning of how I was brought up how I've been thinking, how I've been thinking from a little girl to preserve myself, to obtain love, to feel worthy. And it really just hit me like a ton of bricks. And there was a huge grieving process. Like there was literally weeks when I just cried and cried and cried and cried. And it wasn't until I went to my mentor's mastermind um, because of COVID, everything was kind of pushed back, but that we had an in-person mastermind in America, Napa Valley in March this year. So this was only a couple months ago. And I already felt the light at the end of the tunnel coming mm. into that event, but I knew that that was going to be a big turning point for me. And since then, I'm really ha- like, I'm, I've really been in a space now of integrating who I choose to be now moving forward from rather than running through paradigms that I was so unaware of. And, you know, I'm someone who loves personal development. So for it to have hit me out of nowhere, like these, these realizations about my subconscious and my unconscious thoughts were, I felt like a train had hit me. Like it was really hard to face. Um, So I feel like I've been integrating that and now stepping into this next version of myself. And so one of the biggest things a lot of people have said to me, you know, what was your biggest takeaway at Napa? Because um, I was one of four entrepreneurs out of 40 Mm -hmm. that hadn't yet hit seven figures. So I was surrounded by seven, eight, nine figure entrepreneurs. And the level of conversation 
that was happening and the 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 heart and the the connection that I felt was just so unlike anything I've ever been to. And one of the biggest things I took away from that, like I, we actually laughed the entire time. Like I felt like I was in stitches the entire time, just laughing with these amazing people. And it's one of the things that made me realize, you know, why, why am I not this playful in my everyday life? Like we can go to an event, we can go to something, we can feel inspired. And then we go to our everyday life and then we get all serious. We go to our everyday life and we're like, okay, I've got to do the thing. And I realized that that level of play, I actually want to bring into my everyday life. And so for me now, my focus internally, as opposed to externally, is really how can I just continue on the journey that I'm on rather than constantly chasing for the next thing? I think, you know, being a young, ambitious woman, I'm someone who's always like, oh yeah, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? The next goal, the next personal best. And and I realized how long I've been chasing. And so there's where I'm at in my business is a place that I would have died to be at years ago. And rather than just continually chasing, for me, it's I already know that I'm that I'm living what the best life that I've lived my entire life. Like I was talking to my partner the other day and I said, this time of my life is actually the best time of my life. Like mm. it's the first time in my life, the last three years has really been where I have my family, I have healthy, loving relationships, and my business is thriving. And really, what else more do I need? But that ability like, to pause and reflect, I think that's huge. Because it's it's so tough to you look back and think you are this version is probably something you hoped and dreamed and maybe, maybe never thought it would actually happen and now you're here mm. it's like yeah that's cool but what's next it's mm. that ability to hold the space and I mean really hold it and understand you know all the techniques that you hear back in the day what, what, get your worries put it in the filing cabinets then see if they actually did happen all these things about you know, time. It's so interesting. So to hear you, two of the things you just eloquently described there, play mm-hmm. and reflection, those two yeah. things, maybe they're the keys to business. If you're staying around all these amazing people, successful people, and the flavor that you got was playfulness, you were laughing. There's something about that environment, about that community, about their success. It says more about them than anything else, right? Yeah. It and comes full circle to the beam. We haven't. But this started. is the beauty of it. We haven't spoken about tactics. We haven't spoken about strategies. We haven't even talked about business. <laughs> what we're talking about is the business owner behind everything. That's our love language. That is the most yeah. powerful thing in the world. You know this. You've seen the power firsthand. So just these little stories, I think, is can be so inspirational. And also, yes, it is that fucking simple, right? <laughs> I think, you know, it's it's the whole common sense isn't common practice, right? So we all know we want to play more, uh, but it was such a big topic at the mastermind is Mm. how much as entrepreneurs we invest into ourselves, especially when it comes to someone already making a full-time income. Someone's already at multi-six, seven, eight, nine figures. Yeah. They're, They're willing to invest into themselves. They're willing to invest into their business. However, when it comes to giving ourselves permission to do just what feels good for us, to splurge on ourselves, to, um, you know, take, take, like, 
go on our first first class flight. Um, it's something that was a big conversation because many of us and and even the really, really, really successful people who I had met, a lot of them still hadn't given themselves permission to do things that they really want to do. And so that's where the play I feel comes in. Like if we can start to give ourselves permission to play every single day, it becomes a muscle to be able to give back to ourselves more as we grow and as we evolve. Do you find that no matter what level the entrepreneurs are, there's, there is, you say they invest themselves and it's, I, I hold space for that. There's always a, there's always a, a flavor of they want to put other people first. It's so much easier to put other people to invest elsewhere rather than in, than in yourself, whether it's, you know, yeah. knowledge, skills, whether it's items or tech or the travel or whatever it might be. It's so much easier to put other people first. And maybe that bleeds into your first points. The, um, do you really care about what you do? Having that passion, you will do anything for someone else, for your employees, for your partner. But when it comes to you, there is that block. Do you find that no matter where you are, there's always that little flavor of mm. a, another door that needs to be opened? Yeah, so Brendan Bouchard, um, he was actually the person who I saw speak that made me realize that I'm, I'm here to make a bigger impact outside of real estate. He said, we're always willing to do more for other people than we're willing to do for ourselves. And I don't think there's any accident that, you know, when, when people become parents, there's definitely like a, oh, I need to get more of my shit in order. Um, you know, I've got a five-year-old now. And as I mentioned um, previously, like where we're looking at getting pregnant again towards the end of the year and knowing that there is limited time and not from a disempowering perspective, but from a perspective of, I want to allocate some time to having a baby. Um, but realizing that allows me to be so much more focused and disciplined with the time that I have. Because mm. for me, when I have all the time in the world, it's easy to not do it. Oh, oh when you get that a little bit of comfort, a little bit of excuse, a little bit of justification, all these things creep in. Um, exactly. Look, this is fantastic. Look, Nina, thank you so much for sharing behind the scenes with your business and what you do and dropping some nuggets along the way. It's been amazing to sort of pull it apart and just riff with you and just, just have dive into each particular aspect. It's fascinating. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Dan. Oh, you're welcome. Look, if people want to find out more about you, where can they find you? Yes. So I'm Nina, the Naked Coach on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, really, really easy. People started calling me the Naked Coach because of my book and people can't spell my last name, Concepcion. So it's Nina, the Naked Coach. And for those of you who would like a free soul client attraction meditation, that's at www.sacmeditation.com. Awesome. Everyone go check that out. And Nina, thanks again for sharing. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. 
We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.